Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connecting from at this moment. I welcome everyone to another session of this file by the word, global type of devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you, Mark. Esteemed family, right now we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, we're proclaiming peace upon the security and intelligence of nations. Esteemed family, we're going to pray according to the scriptures in Jeremiah 29, verse 7. We're going to pray. The scriptures say, pray for the peace and prosperity of the land where I have sent you. Intercede to God on its behalf, for in its peace, you will find your prosperity. Today, esteemed family, we're going to pray against any secret and unauthorized networks of power, which seeks to infiltrate and manipulate the security, financial or political intelligence of nations for their selfish interests. We're going to decree today that the military and security outfits of nations are not tools for manipulation by the deep states. We're going to come against every attack of um, every security cyber, every cyber security threat. We're going to decree and declare that any way the devil has planned or is planning to infiltrate and destabilize security of nations, that that agenda and these plans are invalidated by the Spirit of God. Esteemed family, we're also going to be praying using the scriptures in Genesis 8, verse 1. We're going to pray against the incessant occurrence of flood in nations of the world. We're going to decree and declare that every, every consequence in changes of climate, every consequent issues in climate changes, rising sea level, that is causing flooding, that is causing extreme heat in different nations of the world, causing droughts, pollution of, of fresh water bodies. We're going to decree today that these issues are resolved by the Spirit of God. Nations are out of waters. Nations are out of waters and lands are out of waters producing food. We're going to decree and declare that these occurrences cease Henceforth, they cease in the name of Jesus. Eastern family, wherever you are right now, kindly unmute your mic and begin to intercede fervently for the military and security outfits of nations of the world and also praying against every flooding in nations of the world. Thank you. 
Father, we thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the military bodies and security agencies of nations of the world. Father, we thank you for your peace that is upon the security and military of nations. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, O God, for you have exposed every activities of spies around them. Thank you, Ma. That the security and military personnel of nations are not tools for the manipulation of the deep state. Thank you, O King of Glory, for today in the name of Jesus, we invalidate every cyber security threat. Every issue with ransomware in Nalamo Sharabaya, infiltration of security networks of God with viruses, Malabo Zata Yekebo Sharabaya, Father of God, in the name of Jesus, as these issues, as these issues are evolving in nations of God, Father, we decree today they are halted, they are halted by your spirit, oh God, Father, we decree, oh God, skills are multiplied by your spirit to stand against these issues, oh God. Father, oh God, people coming to revelation knowledge on how to deal with security threats of nations of the world. In the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, we stop every deliberate manipulation by wicked men and women. In the name of Jesus, every plan to destabilize the economy of nation. Father, we thank you, O God, because you're the one watching over nations, O God. Father, we thank you, O God, for the receding waters of the flood. Thank you, O God. For in Jeremiah 30:19, you told us that you have restored the fortunes of Jacob's tent and have compassion on his dwelling. And the city is rebuilt on her own views, and the palace will stand in its rightful place. Father, today we decree that this, O God, is the reality of nations that have been 
bombarded, oh God, in this recent flood, they have been decimated in this recent flooding, oh God. Father, they are rebuilt. Father, oh God, farmlands are miraculously restored. Father, homes are restored. Families are united. Diseases are healed and expunged. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Thank you, oh God, for your wind that is blowing across nations, oh God. Thank you for the miracles. Father, we receive the testimonies in the name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to you, oh God. In Jesus' matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being a part of today's intercessory prayers. God bless you. Thank you, dear Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this first session of intercessory prayers. God bless you, man. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Tina and Pastor Deborah. God bless you so much. Esteemed family, right now, <coughs> we'll be going into the next session of intercessory prayers. God bless you all today. So just give me a moment to share the screen. Today we're praying for the kingdom of Thailand. Hallelujah. Today we're praying for the kingdom of Thailand. Esteemed family, Thailand is a Southeastern Asian country and it is known for its tropical beaches and opulent royal palaces. We all know that um, Thailand is a very elaborate, you know, beautiful nation. But a lot of issues, like, you know, Thailand is 97% of Thailand people, they are Buddhist. It's an idolatrous nation. It's an idolatrous nation. So today, we're going to be praying for the people in Thailand. We're going to pray for the prosperity of the gospel in Thailand. We're going to infiltrate Thailand with the gospel. We're going to decree that salvation is poured out upon all flesh in Thailand today. We're going to decree that men and women come into the knowledge of God, that there is the, that the word of God prevails in Thailand. We're also going to be praying against issues of climate changes in Thailand. You know, you know that Thailand is a tropical and um, beachy nation. The rising sea level is decimating the landmass of Thailand. Thailand is under erosion, is under flooding, extreme weather heat. There is smog in Bangkok, you know, air pollution, noise pollution. We're going to be praying. And these things are contributing to low fertility rates in Thailand. As a matter of fact, in 2020, out of every thousand person, only 10 persons could give birth in Thailand. By 2025, people like half of Thailand will be above 60 years old. Thailand is an aging population is an aging yet poor population, poor country. So people are living longer than they are making money and children are not being given birth to. There is a low rate of birth. As of today, Thailand and Japan are the highest rapidly aging country in the world. Esteemed family, we're gonna be praying for the people in Thailand. 
We're going to be praying because if we do not pray, a time will come when there will not be young people again in Thailand. And the older people will just die and Siamese people will just go out of extinct. Yet we are watching. So esteemed family, wherever we are right now, unmute your mic and cry out to God for Thailand. Decree that salvation comes to Thailand today. People are giving birth in Thailand. Expunge the hand of the enemy from Thailand. Decree that each land comes. The elements work together for good in Thailand. Don't stop praying. Though you are muted, don't stop praying. Pray for Thailand. It is only in Thailand that it is reported that people went and invaded a nursery school and killed children, massacred children. 
Bikebaya. We pull down every demonic manipulation in Thailand. Le Maraka Zanta Libashunte, Yiba Rose. For King Rama, King Rama returned into Lemashunte and everyone in his cabinet, Libashunte Lebaya, decree the spirit of salvation, the spirit of truth, the light of God's word is poured out into their flesh, is poured out upon your hearts, Lemashunte Lebaya, into their spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we come down and out every spirit. Every idolatrous spirit, every idolatrous spirit, every spirit of violence, every spirit of violence. In the name of Jesus, Father, we decree today. The shrines in Thailand, they are coming down. Policies are being formulated. To bring to an end every public worship of idols in Thailand. In the name of Jesus, Father, salvation comes to Thailand. Light comes to Thailand. The light of Jesus. Father, oh God, today, today we network Thailand with the gospel of Christ. Father, missions prosper in Thailand. We pray, oh God, for every missionary in Thailand. Father, oh God, they are bold. They are courageous, oh God. Father, they take the gospel to every nook and cranny of Thailand. In the name of Jesus. By your spirit, oh God, we empower more men and women. There's one Thailand, Malika Bong Shadabaya, with the Bible, with the ministry, ministry publications, Makata Yekebaya, pastor's messages all over Thailand in their indigenous languages in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, today we pray for the population of Thailand. Father, for the rapidly declining population of Thailand. Father, today we decree women are giving birth. Every seed, oh God, every seed of the enemy that have been sown to cause this infertility. Father, we call it down today in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, children, children, in Thailand, they have been giving birth to in the name of Jesus. Father, we come against every spirit of poverty. Every man, every woman that has come up to hijack the economy of Thailand and plunge them into poverty and darkness. Father, today, we come against these people. We come against their plans and agenda. We invalidate it in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we decree sustainable livelihood in, in Thailand in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we come against hunger and malnutrition. Every social discrimination, every 
exclusion, every spirit of our party that is leading to the rising rate of poverty and inflation in Thailand. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cut them down today. There is employment. Equal opportunity. No more interracial, oh God, segregation and stereotypes. In the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we decree to the elements of Thailand. We speak to you, waters of Thailand, soil of Thailand, air of Thailand. We recreate you. We recreate you. Waters go back to your natural boundaries. Soil multiply. Multiply. Fill up every empty species. We purify the air of Thailand. The air in Bangkok. We lift up the smoke from hell. In the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, today we are appropriate healing to everyone who is sick in the name of Jesus. Every issues of God, every sickness, upper respiratory tract infection of any kind, every lung disease, every bronchial disease, we send you demonic spirits back to hell in the name of Jesus. Thailand is free. Thailand is free. Thailand is free. For we have decreed it to be so. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your spirit that is at work in us. To do, to do, to do. Malabo Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. Oh, hallelujah. Thailand belongs to Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, dear Eastern Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you, ma. Thank you, dear Eastern family, for being a part of this intercessory prayer. God bless you. Thank you, Eastern Sister Tina and Pastor Debbie and other co-hosts. God bless you. Right now, I'll be handing over to dear Sister Harriet or Sister Grace or Sister Abigail, who will be taking us in the next session of um, praise and worship. Over to you, Mahiba. Bashara Tarabasin Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on wherever you're connected from. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity to lead this great family in worship this morning. Let's lift our hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Mashikari Basi Koshike. Bless the name of the Lord wherever you are. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. 
Oh, Yes, Lord, we love you. We love you. Masintara da basido koshiga di dragazinta shiga. Evrodo bosuntoro robo shakariga sinta shika. Yes, yes. Our entire bill revolves around you, Lord Jesus. My atabasi kediza nagani majinga li dragazi kereke. Ye malina sankani mashira kaye manima. Mayere bezinda kashiga. Ye kalina mazinda sha. Yesu karaka. All for you, shakainama. I entire being revolves around you. You are working in us to be learn to do of your good pleasure. Displaying your virtues and perfection. Abandoning in good works at all times and our deepest deep meditation is about you lord all for you lord our entire being revolves around you you are working in us to will and to do of your good pleasure. Displaying your virtues and perfection. Abundant and good words at all times and our deepest deep meditation is about you and our deepest deep meditation is about you Lord, our deepest deep meditation is about you, Lord. Mashana Galida Bazida Shedebeni Masanka Lidraza Kajiga Yelani Masanka Nimaza Takalidra Gazida Shaganimaza Yemalina Masanga Nimaza Kadiga Shideseke Yelina Mazino Gojika Laragazi Kadizagai Yemalana Mazinga Dishai Yemalina Mazinka Nimazi Kosheregedi Imbranaga Nimazinka Lide Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for the opportunity to fellowship. Thank you for building us daily in your word. Thank you, Father. Oh, Shaka Ladabo Shakataya. 
We give you all praise, all admiration. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on where you are connected from, I want to welcome you all to another time of devotion. The Lord is gracious and he's kind. Thank you so much, esteemed. Sister Abigail, for the time of worship. And thank you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Aries, for the time of um, prayers for the nation of Thailand and the other matters that we bring to the Lord in prayer every day. You know, the Pastor told us that prayer makes it possible for God to do what he would not have done had we not prayed. So we don't take lightly, lightly the opportunity that we have here on a daily basis to pray. And we know that changes are happening in the realm of the spirit and also in the world about the matters that we're praying about. Praise God. All right, we're going to be reviewing our Rhapsody realities for today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today's Thursday, and today's the 15th of December. Can we have the Rhapsody of Realities on the screen, please? Today's Thursday, the 15th of um, December. So we're first, um, we first approached the middle of the month. And the rest of the days of this month will be for us all that God has planned it to be. Um, they are going to be, esteemed co-hosts, can somebody put up the Rhapsody? I'm having issues with my own and I need to be able to read from the screen. The, the next few days are going to be quite busy. And um, you know how December can be a lot of activities. So we, you have to fight for your time to do what you need to do. It can be very distracting for many people, but you have to make up your mind that it will not be for you. It's one of the ways that the devil steals the year ahead, how your December goes. You know, there are people who say um, um, new year resolution, new year resolution. So they are waiting for a new year to make adjustments. No, the adjustments that you need right now, the wisdom, the knowledge that you need right now is what the Lord is giving to us in this um, 30 days of wisdom. His greatness is for our advantage. Hebrews 13 and verse 15. By him, 
Therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. His greatness is for our advantage. Our opening scripture is referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. By him, we are to continually offer spiritual sacrifices to God in praise. Praise is thanksgiving. Thanking and extolling God's majesty and greatness. Acknowledging him in his act of kindness for which you are grateful and thankful. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, yesterday, um, the Lord was talking to us about how that we can activate power through praise. And it seems like he's still on the subject. This is a tool that we must take advantage of. So it matters that in the season of in this season of Thanksgiving, we do something with praise. In defining praise, he said praise is thanksgiving, thanking and extolling. God's majesty and greatness, acknowledging him in his acts of kindness for which you are grateful and thankful. But here's the beautiful thing. In praising him, in acknowledging his greatness, we're thankful that his greatness is directed towards us for our advantage in loving us, taking care of us, blessing us, and all the numerous things he's done for us. You know, so pastor is literally giving you things to um, thank God for first, for loving you first for taking care of you first for blessing you and all the numerous things you know some some of these things are personal you are the only one who knows what god has done for you this year the great victories the great deliverances the help the grace the the favor the opportunities that came your way all the amazing things that god did for you in this year you can list them they are a lot and you can list them and thank God for them. The Spirit's prayer through Paul in Ephesians 1 and verse 19 further explains it. It says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word, who believe according to the working of his mighty power? For example, when God demonstrated that great power in raising Jesus from the dead, he raised us up together with him. Hallelujah. Everything he's revealed to us about his power and his greatness is all about blessing us. He created all things, the stars, the moons, the moon rather, the sun, all the planets, the things we know and don't know, and the ones we see and don't see, they are all for us. No wonder the Bible says in 1 Timothy 6 and verse 17 that he gives us all things richly to enjoy. He shared all of what he's got with us. 2 Peter 1 and verse 3 says, according as his divine power had given unto us all things. Think about that. Then he said in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 21, all things are yours. Blessed be God. You know, every time I read Rhapsody of Realities, I'm wondering... <laughs> If only we will take God by his word. If only we will take God by his word. You know, it's usually a short time for us to go through the rhapsody, but you don't want to miss the things that are in there. If only you take God by his word. 
I'm looking at this final paragraph. He said, he gave us all things richly to enjoy. You find that in 1 Timothy 3, 17. In 2 Peter 1, verse 3, he says, oh, he has given us all things, unto us all things. Then in 1 Corinthians 3, 21, he says, all things are yours. If only we'll take God by his word. If only we'll take God by his word. Do you really believe that all things have been given to you richly to enjoy? Do you know what it means? They say all things richly to enjoy. First, the things are rich. They are plenty. They are numerous. They are, splen um, 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 they are, they are splendid. They, they are luxurious. He said for you to enjoy them. Not many people enjoy their lives. I want to ask you today, the life that you have, the life that you live, do you really enjoy it? Because if you don't, 2023 cannot be that way. And that's why Pastor will say that doing the same thing and expecting a different result is the first law of madness. If you're not enjoying your life, it means that you are not doing certain things right. You are not doing them the way God wants you to do them. If you do life the way God wants you to do life, you would enjoy your life. Wake me anytime, I'll tell you that. If you do life the way God wants you to do life, you would enjoy your life. So we are reviewing our life today. We are thankful to God for all that he's done for us, for loving us. He said, I don't think God loves me. <laughs> you are in the wrong place. First and foremost, it starts with your mind. Were you here when we reviewed power of the mind? Because your mind matters. Believing that God loves you matters. Knowing God for who he says he is, not what the world tries to, tries to paint him. You know, the world wants to make Satan look good and God look bad. Is that the God you know? Is that the Satan you know? There's nothing good about Satan. And that is why when, when some ladies say that um, um, the guys in church are bad, it, it seems like the, the guys who are unbelievers are the good ones. Did you hear that Satan comes as an angel of light? There is nothing good about a guy that is not born again. He does not have the God life in him. The property of the devil is the property of the devil, no matter how good he is. And I'm talking to a sister here. You're already planning marriage with an unbelieving brother. He doesn't like you talking about Jesus. He doesn't like talking. He doesn't like Pastor Chris. Precisely, he doesn't like your pastor. He's very nice to you. He buys you anything money can buy. <laughs> Brother, sister. <laughs> it's money you are, you are looking for, right? You know, when you say he cares for me, he cares for you. You know, when, when sometimes, I, I'm, I'm not against all the, of course, um, if you're getting married to somebody, you should care for the person. But when your decisions are based on he cares for me, he gives me anything money can buy. It shows that you have not also experienced the fatherhood of God. Because the father that I know gives me everything money can buy. The father that I know cares for me. So my decision to marry a man cannot be based on those things, even though they should be there. It matters why you are marrying. Somebody shows care for you. Nothing else matters. The foundation of the person's life doesn't matter anymore. You say, this sister, our sisters, he, 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 there's a brother here, you inquire. You say, all oh, the sisters inquire. They, don't, they, they, they know they try. Now, this sister, we go carry for streets. Now, they try, she? She's better than all the sisters in church. 
You see, there are wolves in sheep clothing in church. Jesus warned us about them. But there are also good people in church. For God's sake, I am in church. You are in church. If you are good, if you are a good person, then, and you are in church, that means God. You know, sometimes the devil wants to play with your mind, but you have to talk to the devil. You have to resist him. The property of the devil is the property of the devil. No matter how kind a lady is, no matter how nice a guy is, he's not born again. First and foremost, he does not even belong to God. It's like the property, you know, um, some of us, I want to quickly explain something. Just give me a few, ex a little extra time. You know, um, who, who like me here, we have favorite shoes, we have favorite bags. You carry that one bag like you don't have another bag, yet you have some very nice bags. In fact, most of the time, when the nice bags are coming, you are literally looking for who to give them to because you just like this one. Leave me and this bag, I like it. Leave me and this shoe, I like it. Even with clothing, sometimes you have certain clothing that you like so much. The others can be in your wardrobe for a very long time. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will have to talk to you, sister. <laughs> you know they wear these clothes, give them out. Now, this is what I want to explain. But you see, those bags and those shoes and those clothes that we don't wear or we don't wear often, are they ours or not? So today is Thursday, 15th of December. I've woken up and I've, I've made up my mind that one of those, my new shoes is what I'm going to wear. I don't touch it normally, but I'm going to wear it today. You see that gown, that my jumpsuit, I've not wear, been wearing it. It's very fine, but I've not been wearing it. In fact, it's the finest in my wardrobe, but I've not been wearing it. But it's today I want to wear it. That is how the property of the devil is. You see that nice brother? The day the devil wakes up and says he wants to use, it, use him. The day the devil wakes up and says, is that my, that my daughter I want to use today? Then you will know that you married you are, you are the in-law of the devil. You will know. I did not plan to talk about marriage here. But you know that thing about, I don't want to end the year and not get married. It's a good thing. But you see, a lot of people, they have not even worked on themselves. And I will say it in this house again and again. You have not worked on yourself. You want to enter marriage. You cannot pray one hour in tongues, in fellowship with God. You will enter marriage and you will be looking for deliverance you'll be you will not start doing all night brothers and sisters i've been a leader for many years and i tell you from experience you will not start jumping from a prayer platform to prayer platform suddenly the prayer you did not pray in your single life you now want to pray it as a married person but you god brought you here so that he can he can help you and i said this with all there are beautiful marriages there are marriages in heaven and earth. i'm surrounded by them and I know that I will not make error in marriage because God has surrounded me with so many amazing marriages. I'm surrounded by people who got it right for me to even get it wrong. They will not even allow me. If they have to beat me at my age, they will. See, I have people who can beat me. I have people who can input their leg on the ground and say, lie, lie, Amarak, you will not do this. Not while we are here. I appear stubborn. I appear tough. But... <laughs> I have such people. I was reading Proverbs 15 today and it was talking about, um, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. It was talking about people who cannot be corrected, people who cannot be spoken to, people who somebody cannot bring their attention to something that they did that they are not doing right. 
And I, I, I'm, I'm grateful to God I'm not that way. Our people can talk to me. There, there are a few people here, you, are, you already know. You are about to make the wrong decisions in marriage. You are about to enter marriage. You know, somebody said that this money will go make him, even if now one day we one day we enjoy him before before the before, you know, it, it was a Yahoo boy that was talking and he said that he, he was ready to do anything. You know, they were asking him that does that mean you do anything for money? He was ready to do anything, including ritual. And he said, even if it's one day you will enjoy it before he dies. Obviously, you know that the demon is talking through him. Don't be that one who wants something so desperate that you compromise on God's standards. I knew, I knew a, um, a Yahoo boy is a, those guys that do internet fraudsters. Sorry, um, it's one of the terms we use here in Nigeria. I knew a sister who, you know, um, she's been through a, a kind of difficult life growing up. So many things were not there. But you see, when you come to Christ, you can, you can change your life. But she didn't harness the word of God to change her life. And then she met this guy who, oh, was going to give her a car. And, you know, was, uh, you know, the things that, the comfort that a woman wants. And um, that's how she entered the marriage. The marriage didn't last three years. And that three years was because she's a very patient person and she endured all the troubles until he became very obvious on the outside. But you see, brothers and sisters, before the marriage, I knew the marriage was not going to last. See, you cannot build something beautiful on a wrong foundation. You cannot build something strong on a weak foundation. In fact, the strength of that thing is what is going to kill the foundation. It's the reason the house is going to crash. How do you build something strong on a weak foundation? It's not possible. First and foremost, you're asking me, okay, so how do I make a decision on the right person to marry? First, make a decision to be a better Christian. First, make a decision to love God. Make a decision to know God. Many of you in relationship, you, talk, you know, we talk about consistency, consistency, and it's easy to give an excuse, say, even God knows that in this area, I'm not good. You know, some people want to give excuse that, oh, they are not very consistent people. They are not very diligent people. It's not true. You remember when the Bible was talking about the fruits of the spirit, and he told us that all of those things are in us. I'll give you an example. You are dating somebody, right? And then you put talk every day. And most times you're on the call for like maybe one hour, two hours, three hours. In a whole day, you've spoken for like three hours. You are a very consistent person. Can you see that consistency is in you? It's in you. Can you see that you're also a very diligent person? If you can talk to that person every day, consistently, you are, consistency is in your spirit. If you can be diligent about maintaining that call, and then you talk, what, I'm not even talking about what you are talking about. You're also diligent. So it's inside of you. You are just directing it to the wrong things. So you cannot tell me that you cannot spend three hours in prayer. It's not just important to you. You can spend three hours on a call because that call is important to you. You love the guy. You love the lady. So some of the things that we try to um, form before God that we are not good at, we are just lying. We are just lying. It's about what is most important to you. It's about your priorities. Work on yourself first. Do things. See, 
You know, pastor, you know, when I learned the principle of God first, when pastor said, don't spend on yourself money that you haven't spent on God. If you say, oh, I want to take 5 million to buy a car. The question is, have you ever given 5 million at once for partnership for a God cause? Because God first, God made you. He's supposed to be the, your first lover. Do you, do, you, do you remember Jesus, lover of my soul? Jesus is the lover of your soul. There's no man, there's no woman that will love you more than he does. No one. So he's first, your, he's your first lover. If you have not learned to love Jesus, to lavish your love on Jesus, to show your love on Jesus, don't tell me that you are ready for marriage. You are not. Two things are going to happen to you. You will either marry the wrong person. If God helps you and you marry the right person, do you know you can marry the right person and the marriage will still not work? Yes, pastor has talked about it. If you have not heard about it, I'm telling you. You can marry the right person and the marriage will still not work because it's not just about marrying the right person. It's about also doing life right on a daily basis. If as a single person, your 24 hours every day does not count for the right things before God, it will not count for the right things in that marriage. See, let's not skip process. God wants to raise you first before he gives you out. God wants to raise you first before he gives you a wife. God gives out his daughters. Then God gives his daughters to his sons. Can you say that you are a son of God? I'm not talking about spiritual son of God. A son, an adopted son. Solomon was an adopted son. Then David had other sons, but Solomon was a special son. The son that, was, that allowed himself to be raised by his father. When you look at Absalom, when you look at Ammon, you will see that those ones were not raised by David. They did not behave like godly children. They were not raised. But Solomon yielded him. You see, you can have a good father. You can have a good pastor. You can have a good mentor yet turn out wrong. Esau and Jacob were from the same parents. One was profane. One was spiritual. It's not about the people that you are surrounded with. It first starts with you. What do you love? What do you want in life? Your passion shows the depth of your heart. It shows the character of your personality. 30 days of wisdom. Wisdom runs her full course in you. You ask me, Mr. Mark, I've already printed a wedding invitation, but everything you are saying is right. I'm actually marrying this guy because of money and he's not born again. What should I do? What should you do? Stop the marriage. You stop it now or you will stop it later, but you will stop it later in a, in a very painful way. I sound very harsh, but I'm telling you truth. I'm telling you truth. If you love the truth, <laughs> Oh, Lord is our, shep our shepherd. We shall not want for joy. We shall not want for peace in 2023. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you, this sister, if you marry this December, your marriage will not reach the end of 2023. God brought you here for that reason so that you hear these words. I didn't plan to talk about marriage today. I've literally diverted away from the rhapsody of reality so today. But God loves you so much. And you can bear witness that I'm not the first person telling you. I'm not. In fact, your mother, you are not in good terms with your mother because your mother is a Christian mother and she has been, she has been talking to you about this matter. But you have caused her to conform out of, okay, since that's what you want at the end of the day, it's fine, let's do it. But you know yourself. 
I'm handing over to esteemed Pastor Inye for the next segment. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Rights segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from, we are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Ephesians 2, 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. By grace, he has saved and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show his exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us to Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah 14 verse 2 says, Take with you words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously so that we render the calves of our lips. Praise God. Hebrews 13 5. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Confession together, sorry. Thank you, blessed Father, for the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of your grace in your kindness and goodness of heart directed towards me in Christ Jesus. You are the only true and wise God who reigns and rules in the affairs of men. The one who is the blessed and only sovereign. To you, Lord, be all glory, honor, majesty, dominion, and praise in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord and his mercies endure forever. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Revelation. Caption, John's vision of one 44,000 servants of God. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, and they were restraining the four winds so that no wind would blow on the land, on the sea, or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east who had the seal of the living God. He shouted out with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to damage earth and sea saying, do not damage the earth, the sea, or the trees, until we have marked the living servant, the loving servants of our God with a seal on their foreheads. And I discovered the number of those who were sealed. It was 144,000 sealed out of every tribe of Israel's people. 12,000 were sealed from the tribe of Judah. 12,000 were sealed from the tribe of Reuben. 12,000 were seed from the tribe of God, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Asher, 
12,000 were seed from the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Menasseh, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Levi, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were seed from the tribe of Benjamin. Caption a vast multitude from every nation. After this, I looked and behold, right in front of me, I saw a vast multitude of people and enormous multitude so huge that no one could count, made up of victorious ones from every nation, tribe, people group, and language. They were all in glistening white robe, standing before the throne and before the Lamb with palm branches in their hands. And they shouted out with a passionate voice, salvation belongs to our God, seated on the throne and to the Lamb. All angels were standing in cycle around the throne with the elders and the four living creatures. They all fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, amen, praise and glory wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power and might belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, who are these in glistening white robes and where have they come from? I answered, my Lord, you must know. Then he said to me, they are the ones who have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb and have emerged from the midst of great pressure and ordeal. For this reason, they are before the throne of God, ministering to him as priests day and night within his cloud-filled sanctuary, and the intrude one spreads over them his tabernacle shelter. Their souls will be completely satisfied, and neither the sun nor any scorching heat will have fed them. For the lamb at the center of the throne continuously shepherds them unto life, guiding them from the everlasting fountains of the water of life. And God will wipe from their eyes every last tear. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, Esther Samaka, for the opportunity to take the book of Revelation. Over to you, Esther Brother John. Do have an amazing day, everybody. God bless you. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. What an amazing read. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment. If I want your Bible reading plan, thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for that beautiful rhapsody of reality session. Ah, my God. So, we'll be reading the book of Amos chapter 4 to 9 this morning. And um, sadly, I sing this song of grief for you, O Israel. Beautiful Israel lies broken and crushed upon the ground and cannot rise. No one will help her. She is left alone to die. For the Lord God says, the city that sent a thousand men to battle, a hundred will return. The city that sends a hundred, only ten will come back alive. 
the Lord says to the people of Israel, seek me and live. Don't seek the idols of Bethel, Gilgal, or Beersheba. For the people of Gilgal will be carried off to exile, and those of Bethel shall surely come to grief. Brother John, one minute. One minute. Verse verse 4. The Lord says to the people of Israel, seek me and live. Don't seek the idols of Bethel, Gilgal, and Bathsheba, for the people of Gilgal will be carried off to exile, and those of Bethel shall surely come to grief. This just explains everything I was saying during the rhapsody. Anything that is more important in your life than God is an idol. Go and check out the definition of an idol. Anything that is prized above God in your life is an idol. That's why I'm saying that you cannot talk to God for three hours, but you can talk to a man. You can talk to a lady for three hours. Consistency is in your spirit, but it's directed wrongly. And this man that you are talking to, this woman that you are following, he might even be a child of God, but very soon you people will get into trouble. The battle that he was talking about in this scripture was not an, an, um, an unbelieving nation. You know about Bethel in the Bible. Bible has everything about life. Don't make an idol of your relationship. Ask the married people in the house. They married Christians, but ask them that the time that they had challenges in, in, in their marriages are the times that they prized their marriage above God. When they put God at the center of their marriage, they had peace in the marriage. We have them in the house. Brothers and sisters, you are in the house, please talk so that it doesn't look like this Samaka is not married. Only God knows where she's getting this hard talk from. They married people are in the house. The times that you wanted to run your marriage by yourself, did it work? Many of you, God had to deliver you from crashing your marriage. Everything is in the Bible. Dickiness Apostle just responded. Dickiness Apostle has been married for over 20 years. No matter how your spouse loves you, no matter how you love the spouse, when you take God out of the equation, you get into trouble. Your husband cannot be your idol. I'm not, you see, you know, sometimes it might look like I'm talking, I'm, even the ones that are Christians, you better be careful how you run the marriage. They married right, but they know the trouble they faced in the marriage when they wanted to run it their way. Man was not made to run life by himself. God must be at the center of your life, else you will be in trouble. Until God becomes your number one, you'll be in trouble. God is that jealous. He made you for his glory. Your life must glorify him for you to have peace. Over to you. Back to you, esteemed brother John. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Ma. Mm. This matter is long, but let's continue. So um, <laughs> in the evening later today or Saturday evening, we'll have some, I want the married people to talk because this marriage matter is a serious matter. The, we will have like five to 10 married people come and talk to us about this matter so that the single people can also, they, they will understand what I'm saying. Because... Brother John, sorry for cutting you. The Spirit of God was ministering to me. He said there are two seasons in a month, in, the, in a year, when people make wrong decisions. One is February because of Valentine. Where somebody feels like they have to be in a relationship so that they can experience love. 
on the 14th of February is a major time in the realm of the spirit and in the physical where people, especially young people, make terrible decisions that mar their lives. Then the second time is December, and that's why this warning is coming. There's so much that happens in December. All the wicked people who have made money, they come for you in December. They have done business throughout the year, whether good or bad. It's December they are looking for wife. It's December they are looking for husbands. Be careful. And I speak to you single people, be careful. Two times in the year, December and February, many people make the wrong decision. By 31st of December, by beginning of January, many have taken the wrong path. Some of them, they would not know until, until their eyes close. Be careful this December. Let wisdom. And that's why wisdom must work in you. Let wisdom run her full course in you. I continue to say this again and again. Let wisdom run her full course in you. Fight for your time to do the things that we said we should do. Thank you, esteemed Brother John. Thank you so much, ma. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I'll continue from the sixth again. Hmm. It says, seek the Lord and leave, or else he will sweep. Seek, seek. Okay, um, where was I? Okay, from verse four. Seek, the Lord says to the people of Israel, seek me and leave. Don't seek the idols of Bethel, Gilgal, or Beersheba. For the people of Gilgal will be carried off to exile, and those of Bethel shall surely come to grief. Seek the Lord and leave, or else he will sweep like fire through Israel and consume her, and none of the idols in Bethel can put it out. Oh, evil men, you make justice a bitter pill for the poor and oppressed. Righteousness and fair play are meaningless to you. Seek who created the seven stars and the constellation Orion. Hmm. Remember that song. Who turns darkness into morning and day into night? Who calls forth the water from the ocean and pours it out as rain upon the land? The Lord Jehovah is his name. Hallelujah. With blinding speed and violence, he brings destruction on the strong, breaking all defenses. How you hate honest judges. How you despise people who tell the truth. You trample the poor and steal their smallest crumb by all your taxes, fines, and usury. Therefore, you will never live in the beautiful stone houses you are building or drink the wine from the lush vineyards you are planting. For many and great are your sins. I know them all so well. You are the enemies of everything good. You take bribes. You refuse justice to the poor. Therefore, those who are wise will not try to interfere with the Lord in the dread day for your, of your punishments. Be good, flee evil, and live. Then the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will truly be your helper. As you have claimed he is, hate evil and love the good. Remodel your courts into true halls of justice. Perhaps even yet the Lord God of hosts will have mercy on his people who remain. Praise God. Therefore, the Lord God says this. There will be crying in all the streets and every room. Call for the farmers to weep with you. Call for professional mourners to wail and lament. There will be sorrow and crying in every vineyard. 
therefore I will pass through and destroy. You say, if only the day of the Lord were here, for then God will deliver us from all our foes. But you have no idea what you ask. For that day will not be light and prosperity, but darkness and dream. How terrible the darkness will be for you. Not a ray of joy or hope will shine. In that day, you will be as a man who is chased by a lion and is met by a bear, or a man in a dark room who leans against a wall and puts his hand on his... <laughs> yes, that will be a dark and hopeless day for you. I hate your show and pretense, your hypocrisy of honoring me, in quotes, with your religious feasts and solemn assemblies. I will not accept your bond offerings and tank offerings. I will not look at your offerings of peace. Away with your hymns of praise. They are men noise to my ears. I will not listen to your music, no matter how lovely it is. I want to see a mighty flood of justice, a torrent of doing good. You sacrificed to me for 40 years while you were in the desert, Israel. But always your real interest has been in your hidden gods, in Sakut, your king, and in Kaiwan, your god of the stars, and in all the images of them you made. So I will send them into captivity with you far to the east of Damascus, says the Lord, the Lord Almighty. Hmm. So even as we sing beautiful songs of praise on God, God is most concerned about our hearts towards him. That is what that chapter is letting us know. Chapter 6, woe to those lounging in luxury at Jerusalem and Samaria. So famous and popular among the people of Israel, go over to Karnay and see what happened there. Then go to Great Hamath and down to Gath in the Philistines' land. Once they were better and greater than you, or look at them now. You push away all thoughts of punishment awaiting you, but by your deeds, you bring the day of judgment near. Hmm. Malaka Shakata. Malaka Shakata. Says by your deeds, you bring the day of judgment near. Hmm. You lie on ivory beds, surrounded with luxury, eating the meat of the tenderest lambs and the choicest cows. You sing idle songs to the sound of the harp and fancy yourself to be great musicians as King David was. You drink wine by the bucket full and perfume yourselves with sweet ointments, carrying, carrying nothing at all, that your brothers need your help. Therefore, you will be the first to be taken as slaves. Suddenly, your reverie will end. Jehovah, the almighty Lord, has sworn by his own name, I despise the pride and false glory of Israel and hate their beautiful homes. I will turn over this city and everything in it to our enemies. If there are as few as 10 of them left and only one house, they too will perish. A man's uncle will be the one, the only one left to bury him. And when he goes in to carry his body from the house, he will ask the only one still alive inside, are any others left? And the answer will be no. And he will add, don't mention the name of the Lord. He might hear you. For the Lord commanded this, that homes, both great and small, should be smashed to pieces. Can horses run on rocks? Can oxen plow the sea? Stupid even to ask, but no more stupid than what you do when you make a mockery of justice and corrupt and sour all that should be good and right. 
And just as stupid is your rejoicing, how great you are when you are less than nothing mm. and priding yourself on your own tiny power. <laughs> oh, Israel, I will bring against you a nation that will bitterly oppress you from your northern boundary to your southern tip, all the way from Hamath to the brook of Araba, says the Lord Almighty. Wow. Chapter 7. This is what the Lord God showed me in a vision. He was preparing a vast swarm of locusts to destroy all the main crop that sprang up after the first mouth, which went as taxes to the king. He ate everything in sight. Then I said, oh, Lord God, please forgive your people. Don't send them this place. If you turn against Israel, what hope is there? For Israel is so small, so the Lord relented and did not fulfill the vision. I won't do it at all. That the Lord God showed me a great fire he had prepared to punish them. It had burned up the waters and was devouring the entire land. Then I said, oh Lord, please don't do it. If you turn against them, what hope is there? Israel is so small. Then the Lord turned from this plan too and said, I won't do that either. Then he showed me this. The Lord was standing beside a wall built with a plumb line, checking it with a plumb line to see if it was straight. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? I answered a plumb line and replied, I will test my people with a plumb line. I will no longer turn away from punishing idol altars and, and temples of Israel will be destroyed. And I will destroy the dynasty of King Jeroboam by the sword. When Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, heard what Amos was saying, he rushed a message to Jeroboam, the king. Wow. Okay. Okay, okay. Please just bear with me. I'm outside. That's why it's a little bit noisy. Okay. So, um, but Amaziah, but when Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, heard what Amos was saying, he rushed a message to Jeroboam the king. Amos is a traitor to our nation and is plotting your death. This is intolerable. It will lead to rebellion all across the land. He says you will be killed and Israel will be sent far away into exile and slavery. Then Amaziah sent orders to Amos, get out of here, you prophets. You flee to the land of Judah and do your prophesying there. Don't bother us here with your visions, not here in the capital where the king's chapel is. But Amos replied, I'm not really one of the prophets. I do not come from a family of prophets. I am just a herdsman and fruit picker. But the Lord took me from caring for the flocks and told me who am prophesied to my people Israel. Now, therefore, listen to this message to you from the Lord. You say, don't prophesy against Israel. The Lord's reply is this, because of your interference, Sakabaya, your wife will become a prostitute in this city. Your sons and daughters will kill and your land divided up. You yourself will die in a hidden land and the people of Israel will certainly become slaves in exile far from their land. Chapter 8. Then the Lord God showed me in a vision a basket of, full of ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos? I replied, a basket full of ripe fruit. Then the Lord said, this fruit represents my people Israel, ripe for punishment. I will not defer their punishment again. The riotous sound of singing in the temple will turn to weeping there. Dead bodies will be scattered everywhere. They will be carried out of the city in silence. The Lord has spoken. Listen, you merchants who rob the poor, trampling on the needy, 
you will long for the Sabbath to end and the religious holidays to be over so you can get out and start cheating again. Using your weighted, your weighted skills and on and undersized measures, you will make slaves of the poor, buying them for their debts of a piece of silver or a pair of shoes, or selling them your moldy wits. The Lord, the pride of Israel, has sworn, I won't forget your deeds. The land will tremble as it awaits its doom, and everyone will mourn. It will rise up like the river Nile at flood time, toss about and sink again. At that time, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in the daytime, and I will turn your parties into times into times of mourning, and your songs of joy will be turned to cries of despair. You will wear funeral clothes and shave your heads as signs of sorrow, as if your only son had died. Bitter, bitter will be that day. The time is surely coming, says the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Hmm. Hmm. It says not a famine of bread or water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Men will wander everywhere from sea to sea, seeking the word of the Lord, searching, running here and, and going there, but will not find it. Hi. Hi. Beautiful girls and fine young men alike will grow faint and weary, thirsting for the word of, the, of God. And those who worship the idols of Samaria, Dan, and Beersheba shall fall and never rise again. And our last chapter of the day. Yes, I saw some of the pillars and shake the temple until the pillars crumble and the roof crashes down upon the people below. Though they run, they will not escape. They all will be killed. Though they dig down to Sheol, I will reach down and pull them up. Though they climb into the heavens, I will bring them down. Though they hide among the rocks at the top of Carmel, I will search them out and capture them. Though they hide at the bottom of the ocean, I will send the sea serpents after them to bite and destroy them. Though they volunteer for exile, I will command the sword to kill them there. I will sit with them and they receive evil and not good. The Lord Almighty touches the land and it melts. And all, the, all his people mourn. It rises like the river now in Egypt and then sinks again. The upper stories of his home are in the heavens. The first floor on the earth, it calls for the vapor to rise from the ocean and pours it down as rain upon the ground. Jehovah, the Lord, is his name. O people of Israel, are you any more to me than the Ethiopians are? Have not I, who brought you out of Egypt, done as much for other people too? I brought the Philistines from Kafto and the Syrians out of Kerr. Did you see that? Did you see that? Wow. Wow. It's amazing. It says the eyes of the Lord God are watching Israel, that sinful nation, and I will root her out and scatter her across the world. Yet I have, yet I have promised that this rooting out will not be permanent. For I have commanded that Israel be sifted by the other nations as grain, is sifted in a sieve. Yet not one true kernel will be lost, but all these sinners who say God will not touch us will die by the shore. Then at that time, I will rebuild the city of David, which is now lying in ruins, and return it to its former glory. 
and Israel who possess what is left of Edom and all, all the nations that belong to me. For so the Lord who plans it all has said, the time will come when there will be such abundance of crops that the harvest time will scarcely calabaya. And before the farmer starts again to sow another crop, and the terrace of grapes upon the hills of Israel will drip sweet wine. This is the best. This is our scripture in the heaven. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel, and they will rebuild their ruins, ruined cities, and live in them again. They will plant vineyards and gardens. They will eat their crops and drink their wines. I'll firmly plant them there upon the land that I have given them. And they shall not be pulled up again, says the Lord your God. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Thank you very much, everyone. And I hand over to Esteem for the matter. Thank you so much, Esteem, Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Esteem Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Just because true, the memory verse for today's the memory verse for today's meditation, as well as the declaration for today, praise God. The memory verse is from the book of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22 and 27, the Passion Translation. Your plans will fall apart right in front of you if you fail to get good advice. You know, this morning, since Tamaka has been giving us great advice, not just to those that are married, to those that want to go into business also, Put God into it. Put God. Let God be the fulcrum. It says, but if you first seek out, if you first seek out multiple counsels, counselors, you will watch your plans succeed. The one who puts any money above his family will have trouble at home. But those who refuse to exploit others will live in peace. Your plans will fall apart right in front of you if you fail to get good advice. But if you seek, if you first seek out multiple counselors, you will watch your plans succeed. The counselors you have gotten, it's where God is counseling you. You have your pastor to counsel you. Now you have the Zamaka who is counseling you again today. Your plans will succeed. The one who puts any money above his family, <laughs> we have trouble at home. But those who refuse to exploit others, will live in peace. I refuse to exploit others. So right now we're going to the confession for today. And we say it hundred times a day, but this morning we'll be taking it five times. And at your private time, you can take the remaining 95 times. Praise God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I walk in wisdom. Wisdom is heard in my words. Wisdom is seen in my actions. Wisdom runs her full course in me. I am forever wise, sagacious, and perspicacious for Christ is my wisdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I walk in wisdom. Wisdom is heard in my words. Wisdom is seen in my actions. Wisdom runs her focus in me. I am forever wise, sagacious, and perspicacious for Christ is my wisdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I walk in wisdom. Wisdom is heard in my words. Wisdom is seen in my actions. Wisdom runs her full course in me. I am forever wise, sagacious, and perspicacious for Christ is my wisdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I walk in wisdom. Wisdom is heard in my words. Wisdom is seen in my actions. Wisdom runs her full course in me. I am forever wise, sagacious, and perspicacious for Christ 
is my wisdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I walk in wisdom. Wisdom is heard in my words. Wisdom is seen in my action. Wisdom runs her full course in me. I am forever wise, sagacious, and perspicacious. For Christ is my wisdom. Praise God forevermore. At this point, we're going into the communion segment of our meeting this morning. Praise be God forevermore. Before I take the scripture, I want to quickly ask, <clears throat> how many of you know about um, rituals, blood money, when people do rituals to make money? You've seen or watched movies where you see ritualists, you know, kill someone and then money comes and all that. I ask a question and I want you to think with your spiritual mind, just think, who prints the money that comes into that room or that place? Where does the money come from? Who prints it? Because when you go out to spend, that money might not be fake. It will definitely be original. Is it printed by the Central Bank of the Nation? Where was it printed? That it is not seen as fake and it is accepted as a legal tender. Think about it. If that money could appear in that room from God knows where. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? As you take to this communion, let your expectation reach out. They offer sacrifice. You offer the sacrifice too of your praise. You give your fight. And now you're taking the communion. Something has to happen. Something must happen. And something happens by the power of the Holy Ghost because we make things happen. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For the bread we break this day, the communion of your body. As we break this bread, we thank you, Father, for the miraculous supply we enjoy today and every day of our life. We thank you. We give you all the praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God, praise God, praise God. In Nigeria and in several African nations, you will hear that there is so much money in circulation, yet the money is not circulating. And every currency that goes into the central bank, no time would you hear the CBN say, we didn't print this one. We don't know where it came from. At no time. It is always accepted. So where does it come from? After the same manner, also he took the cup when he has stopped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is the year as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we invoke the presence of God's Spirit into our finances today. As we take this cup, we decree the multiplier effects. We decree miracle money. It comes to us by free course by someone appear to us in our wardrobe, 
in our bags, wherever by the power of the Holy Ghost, we decree in the name of the Lord Jesus. Even now, angels are dispatched. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup now. There was coin in the mouth of the fish. Where did that coin come from? The same way you will see it happen by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. Um, hallelujah. If today is your birthday, your wedding anniversary, or there is something you are celebrating today, please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us what it is you are celebrating. Quickly, quickly, quickly. And if today is your first time of joining us on this global platform, please come to the chat room. Tell us where you are connected from, who invited you. Please quickly come to the chat room. Time is fast spent. Praise God. Praise God. Birthdays, 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 birthdays. Brother Mekumba says, today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you, Brother Mekumba. <laughs> Praise God. Sister Queen Rosebud says, today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you, Sister Queen Rosebud. You know you're very special. Praise God. Birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. She says, today is also my mom's birthday. Wow, it's a double celebration in your family. Happy birthday to you and your mom. Praise God. Sister Mutinta says yesterday was my sister's birthday. Her name is Concepta. Happy birthday to your sister. Sister Bridget says, Ola, my granddaughter is four years today. Happy birthday to your granddaughter. Sister, sister Arefo, the birthday celebrator. Says today is the birthday of my cousin. Her name is Nancy. Happy birthday to your cousin. I'm from Sister Francesca. It says today is my workmate's birthday. Levina, happy birthday to your workmate. Praise God. Over to you, esteemed Sister Amaka. Praise God forevermore. Praise God. You know, for Amatis, I was already typing that Sister Ref for a social prefect of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I love you, Sister Ref. Wow. So many birthdays in the house. Karado uh, Sakabaya. And we have those who are joining for the first time. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. All right, before I pray for the celebrants, I would like to ask, um, can we take our we, um, 30 days of wisdom session this morning or can we have it in the evening by 8 p.m.? Can we do a quick vote in the, in the chat room? <clears throat> okay, so while you're voting, I would just like to um, go ahead and pray for the celebrants. Praise God. So happy birthday, um, Queen Rosebud. You are really special, like Brother Martin said, and it's um, a pleasure to celebrate you today. Dear Dawn, wow, you've been one of our longtime members, even though I'm not sure I've ever heard your voice. Happy birthday to you. So good to celebrate you today. Queen Rosebud, happy birthday to your mom. And happy birthday to all of our loved ones who are celebrating today. Um, it's well um, from Abba. 
yes they joined us for the first time happy but um welcome to the family rather today's my first time from gombe states okk chibuzo it's good to have you join us malato sifakaya rakosa antalabashaya Father, thank you, because in blessings, these celebrants are blessed. And the first diamonds that you brought to our house, you brought them here for a reason. We declare your blessings upon them. All that Brother Martin declared this morning concerning mornings, they experience it. It is their testimony. It is their reality. Excess in abundance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, thank you. This year, before 31st December, all that you said for them, the last one year of their birthday that was supposed to happen, I declare quick walk. I declare quick walk in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the next one year, Lord, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Glory to God in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So happy birthday to all of our loved ones. Um, great. Connected from Kano. It's good to have you. Oh, your mom is here, Queen Rosebird. Mrs. Beatrice um, Chikese. I see that name all the time. I didn't know it was your mom. Wow, mommy. Good morning, man. Happy birthday, my. So beautiful to celebrate you, ma. Queen Rosebird, I'll call you later. Thank you. I would like to pray over the tithe. Who is ready? If you're joining us for the first time, we tithe every day. This is not a church. We don't accept the tithe here, but we send it to our churches. Um, I like the person who invited you to get to explain to you why we do it. But it came from an understanding. Praise God. Heavenly Father, thank you. Our tithes are here today. We, your food suppliers, have brought it again with excitement in our spirit and humility at the privilege to do this every day. We ask that it be sanctified by your Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. Thank you, Father. And we receive in exchange those blessings individually for everyone and as a family, the blessing wherein there is not enough room to contain. Thank you, Father. That means this December we enjoy surplus, we enjoy excess, we enjoy abundance by your Holy Spirit, the spirit of abundance, the spirit of supply. Thank you. Even as you've given us the word today concerning minting money for us, our monies are minted by your spirit. In our rooms, we'll find monies. In our accounts, we'll find monies. In our bags, we'll find monies. Monies will find us. They will journey to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's what it will be. December, a beautiful one. So morning wins. Give me 10 minutes. I'll be very fast and we'll be done this morning. So I'm going to wrap up the devotion for today. But I'm asking, let me put up the, um, the brief card on the screen while I round off. Bala Kosa.